Welcome everybody to another Panic Attack with Big John. You can follow me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. Uh, same thing on Truth Social at the real underscore Big John. Do the like, share, comment, subscribe stuff. Let's get right into this. So, I'm looking at this article from the New York New York Times. Try to say it without the accent. New York Times. And this is a hit piece on <laughs> American voters. Uh, it's, the title is, Their America is Vanishing. Like Trump, they insist they were cheated. This is racism, New York City, Democrats at their finest. The subheading is, the white majority is fading. The economy is changing. That's the important part. The economy is changing for the worse. And there's a pervasive sense of loss in the districts where Republicans fought the outcome of the 2020 election. That last part fought the out Republicans fought the outcome of the election is irrelevant. <clears throat> this is what's important. They're talking about a small town, small county, uh, small town near Houston. Crime, crime, crime. Everybody except New Yorkers hate crime. Everyone except people at the New York Times, evidently. Crime and sprawl from Houston have been spilling over their once bosolic towns. The county in recent years has become one of the nation's most diverse, where the former, look at, listen to this, where the former white majority has fallen to just 30% of the population. Oh my goodness. Look, it's not the 1950s, 60s, 70s when people of color moved into your neighborhood and everybody moved out. The problem that they're having is the crime that is spilling over from Houston, which is a pretty liberal city. I believe it's a Democrat-run city, weak on crime, and so in comes the problems that everyone hates, except for the New York Times and New Yorkers, because they just keep re-electing the same dumbasses. But nonetheless, what this is is an attack on Americans. America was never a white country. Never, ever, ever. You had, of course, the Native Americans or American Indians or whatever. I don't, I don't even know what that... They weren't native because they crossed over here on a landmass that doesn't exist anymore. The Bering Strait. So they, they didn't spring up out of the ground here. They migrate here just like everyone else. But whatever. The first indigenous people 
we'll put it that way. They were here in the United States of America. Of course, there were blacks, unfortunately, mostly slaves. But over time, America has been every race, color, nationality on the globe. The MAGA Republicans are not the white supremacists. Sixty-seven of them are people of color and women. Okay? New York Times doesn't mention that in their article, though. So the New York Times, the liberals, and the Democrats are the ones dividing America on racial and economic lines. At least they're trying to. Something else I found while I was going around the dial, and I'm not going to delve into, because I want to get to these articles about uh, open borders uh, equating to uh, mass migration in Europe and the crime and rape that, and murder that it's brought. But Zero Hedge reports... Saudi Crown Prince mocks Biden as mentally challenged. The Saudis think our president's an imbecile. And I mean that in the clinical sense. Lovely. So, another New York Times article. I guess this one didn't... Alright, get rid of that. Crap. Democratic norms are facing a historic test. Yes, they are. After the fiasco of 2020, which was not the norm in any way, shape, or form, MAGA Republicans are trying to get the American voting system back to its normal uh, baseline its norm okay last well two years ago you had mail-in ballots you had ballots mailed to every voter in some places in some places they just got a mail-in ballot application you had elections primary elections anyways canceled on count of COVID which was BS but the fact of it is Republicans are, and MAGA Republicans specifically are trying to get us back to our normal way of voting So yes, our democracy is facing challenges this election cycle. Uh, Pardon me, our democratic norms are facing challenges. I want to take a look at uh, some of these things that have been going on in Iran and some other things that are going on in Europe. Uh, In Iran, it's in relation to Sharia law. And in Europe, it's in relation to 
uh, countries without borders and mass migration. So we'll get into all that after this little break of mine. All right. Pause. See, told you it wouldn't be a long break. Okay, so I first heard about these uh, protests, mass protests in uh, Iran uh, five weeks ago when they started. But I figured, well, it's going to come and go. And the Iranian police are brutal, the military. They put they try their best to put down uh, protests, uh, and the Iranian people, the young people, if the United States would just come out and say, "We got your back, we support you," they could topple that repressive regime. But instead, the Biden administration and the Obama administration before that wanted to give Iran. Uh, the ability to make nuclear energy, not nuclear weapons, to wipe Israel off the face of the earth. No. They just wanted to help Iran build nuclear power plants, right? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Sure. So, 22-year-old young lady is taken into custody by Iran's morality police. And she dies while she's in their custody. Was presumably beaten and tortured and uh, sodomized to death. Because that's what they do to women in Iran that don't wear their hijabs or in some parts of the country your burqa. And if you're gay, they just throw you off the roof of a building. Pardon my sarcasm. That's horrible. In fact, in Iran, it's actually more acceptable to get a sex change operation and be a tran- a man who transitions to woman than it is to be a gay man. I guess the Sharia law, it, it, for some reason, it's real strict on women wearing those hijabs, but... They, they decided there's a gray area where if you're a man, if you're a woman trapped inside a man's body psychologically, you can cut your genitalia off and declare yourself a woman, then it's okay. Don't ask me to explain, because I can't. Uh, the headline from NPR, so a nice liberal source. So I'm not accused of being racist, homophobic, xylophonic, uh, Republican Nazi. Uh, Why Iranian women are burning their hijabs after the death of Masa Amini. The article's on my getter and Twitter. Go look for it. So... Like I said, this young lady was seen in public, not dressed appropriately, according to the morality police. She was taken into custody and died in their custody. This is horrible. We don't know how she died. 
we just know she died in their custody. And it can be assumed it was not a, a nice death. Because, well, there is no such thing as a nice death unless you're, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer or Charles Manson or somebody that deserves to die by, you know, because of the crime you committed. But not wearing a, a scarf over your head and around your face. That's what a hijab is, okay? That is not in any other place other than the extreme view of some extreme Islamic laws, uh, Islamic clerics, and morality police is this uh, idea that women must cover their face uh, or most of their face and hair considered uh, a crime punishable by death. All right. So Amani was uh, arrested for allegedly breaking hijab rules. Amani, 22, died fr uh, on Friday. This is old, so it was quite a few Fridays ago. Friday in northern Tehran, that's the capital of Iran. She had been arrested on Tuesday and reportedly was taken to a hospital shortly afterwards. She suffered multiple blows to the head before she died, according to London-based broadcaster Iran International. So they, they beat her, they stoned her to death probably, probably multiple blows from stones to the head. Uh, I haven't read this article yet, so pardon me for initially saying we don't know how she died. Uh, but she was bludgeoned about the head by the morality police. Wow, that's that's really fucking moral. You know? I'm sorry, it pisses me off. I mean, some of these, a lot of these Iranian women are, are beautiful. And, and who even, even if you're not beautiful, why? who says you can't show your face in public or anything other than, you know, this much of your face? Some places it's only the eyes, and some places it's barely even that. Disgusting. So, there's another young lady who is from Iran. Did I write her name down, or am I going to have to hunt for it? She's a competitive climber, and she was getting ready for her climbing competition. Uh, and she said that, or the, she said she was called to compete before she was ready. She was busy getting her shoes and her harness on and hadn't put her hijab on yet. Uh, her name is, uh, Rekabi. Let me find her last name in here. Go do, 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 do. Of course, it's like not going to be in a convenient. Uh, Elnaz Rekabi. Okay, first name is E L N A Z. Her last name is R E K A B I. So, 
uh, El Elnaz Rockaby. She's a very beautiful lady. Um, 33 years old. Now this picture they have here, she's only wearing, um, or she's wearing, pardon me, a Nike cap uh, and a scarf to cover her hair. You can see her neck. She's got a COVID mask, but it's pulled down so she can talk to reporters. But it's a big controversy. She competed in this uh, rock, this wall, rock wall climbing contest in South Korea without her hijab on. It was an international uh, thing, this and that. She said, because I was busy putting on my shoes and my gear, it caused me to forget to put on my hijab. And when I went to compete, she said, uh, or, and then I went to compete. She added, I came back to Iran with peace of mind, although I had a lot of television or tension, pardon me, and stress. But so far, thank God, nothing has happened. Uh, there was a crowd outside the meter. One man gave her flowers. Uh, she left Seoul on Tuesday. The BBC's Persian service, which has extensive contacts within Iran despite being banned, uh, quoted an unnamed informed source as saying Iranian officials seized both Rebekai's mobile phone and passport BBC Persian also said she initially had been scheduled to return on Wednesday, but her uh, flight apparently had been moved up unexpectedly. Uh, Iran Wire, another website focusing on the countries, the country founded by uh, an Iranian-Canadian journalist who once was detained by Iran, suggested Rekabi, Rekabai, Rekabai, could immediately be taken to Tehran's notorious uh, Evin prison where uh, dissent, dissidents are held. A massive fire over the weekend killed eight prisoners. Wow. Um, the International Olympic Committee held a meeting. What the hell can they do about it? Nothing. So, uh, an Israeli source said that she had been placed on house arrest for three days. What? Where's the rest of the world on this? Where's the, the United States of America? Where are all the feminists and the women's rights people in regard to this? Out playing tiddlywinks, I guess. So, different but similar, and I'm going to tie this all together in the end. Some countries in Europe thought that open borders will be just a big old hoot nanny. Oh, just let every migrant. Uh, in America, we call them illegal aliens, but let everybody just come into the country, 
they'll have a hoot, they'll, they'll blend in, they'll love our culture, and they'll assimilate, and we'll all drink milk and eat chocolate chip cookies and just be a big, happy bunch of cookie monsters. Well, that ain't happening. In France, for example, women being kidnapped, raped, murdered by men from, you guessed it, Muslim countries. Uh, you had low, uh, a young named, lady named Lola Davier, 12 years old, from Paris, kidnapped. Uh, there was a female who helped these guys kidnap her. They're all a bunch of sick, twisted animals. 12-year-old girl kidnapped with the, the assistance of a, a female from uh, Afga Afghanistan. Three or several Afghan men raped her, tortured her to death, tried to sell her organs on the black market before they mangled her up, stuffed her in a suitcase. This woman that helped them can be seen on security cameras struggling to carry this child's body in the suitcase out to wherever she dumped the, the suitcase in the body. Coming to America. You see, some of the problems coming across our southern border in spite of what the liable media will tell you, they aren't just South Americans, Mexicans, uh, Guatemalans, whatever. Many terrorists have been caught coming across too. But let me tell you some more of the horror stories. Maria Landenberger, 19-year-old girl we have her story pulled up here so the uh, Lola Davier story is from the independent.ie I think that means independent.ie means Ireland but it doesn't matter from the independent.ie is the web address the Scottish Sun, the Sun is a uh, newspaper media source in Europe, okay? But the Scottish Sun, migrant murderer, case, uh, case who was Maria Landenberger, daughter of EU official, raped and murdered by Afghan asylum seeker. So here's a guy, came from Afghanistan. I think he came when he was young, and he had been uh, this one I believe was in Germany. What? Came there seeking asylum. Oh, this is terrible. All right, so. Sorry, this is not for children's eyes and ears. Maria Landenberger was raped and drowned in a river in the city of 
uh, Freiburg near Germany's border with Switzerland. A teenage Afghan asylum seeker confessed to murdering her. But who is she and what has been revealed about her, the tragedy uh, so far? She's, you know, a, a pretty young lady. You know, smile, I mean, of course, everybody smiles in pictures, but she certainly didn't deserve this. 19-year-old medical student uh, killed in 2016. So this has been going on for a while. Daughter of Dr. Clemens uh, Ladenberger, leading lawyer, assisting legal director of uh, European Commission. Uh, Maria helped out at a refugee center. So isn't that lovely? Here's this asylum seeker. He rapes and murders a girl who's volunteering her time helping him and other asylum seekers. Isn't that just splendid? And we hear this all the time in America, and we're called racist, xenophobic, xylophonic, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, there's another case of a 17-year-old German girl raped and murdered by Syrians. Afghans uh, rape and me uh, rape mentally disabled Swedish woman. Uh, there are sprawling ghettos that are lawless no-go zones uh, all over Europe. 62% of French people want a referendum on mass migration. The French government thought, oh, let's let these people in. They're just seeking a better life. And I believe a lot of the people coming across the southern border of the United States are seeking a better life. But what I'm saying here is this, what, this is why we need a screening process. And I'll get to how this ties into Iran and what's going on there too. So is this what's coming to America? Let's look at something here. Okay, just wait, hold, hop, stop, and a whoa, whoa. 7.4% of the French population are these asylum seekers, migrants, whatever. You, you can call them migrants and asylum seekers because that's what they are in France. France was just dumb enough to open up the border. They commit 40% of the crimes and 63% of the sexual assaults. What these men have in common, whether it's the Iranian morality police or these monster rapists, I don't care what country you're from, what color you are, if you rape another person, you're a monster, period, point blank. But what these people have in common, what these men specifically to Iran and the cases in France and the rest of Europe, they come from countries where women are not valued. Women have no value, no rights in their countries, and that's the culture they grew up in. When they see a woman dressed, we speak of the rapist here, 
dressed in what I or any logical person would consider normal clothing. Everything from the neck up exposed, oh dear goodness, their ankles exposed, their hands and wrists and oh, maybe some forearms showing. That's considered a prostitute to them. That's considered a, a stripper. Now, it's not cool to rape prostitutes or strippers, even in America, anywhere. There's no excuse to rape and murder anybody, ever. All right? But these guys see women as a lesser form of human to begin with. And then if you're not covered from head to toe with some kind of clothing... If you're not covered from head to toe, oh, you're just the most immoral woman and you're asking for it. You've led me as a good Muslim man into temptation and it's not my fault. I act out on my male instinct and violate you. Yes, it is your fault. Yes, it is. And it's disgusting. This is why you have to have a country with borders. Matters not what country it is. There has to be a screening process of some kind to get into a country. Now, people are going to slip through because not every country on earth has the uh, criminal background check of the United criminal background check system of the United States. Some of them, I would imagine, third world countries, your criminal record might be written down on a piece of paper and not in an electronic database like it is here in the United States. And even with our most sophisticated technology, criminals and terrible people, doesn't matter, black, white, Hispanic, white, honky, cracker, white trash, Still, some of those uh, criminals slip out and commit more crimes. But you have to have some kind of check system to cross from country to country. And this is why. This is what we're fighting against. We're not fighting against people because they have brown skin. Anybody that's a rapist or murderer, I don't care who they are. I don't want them in the United States. If you were born here and you rape and murder, I don't want you living here anymore. It's called the death penalty. Simple as that. But some of these people from these uh, Islamic countries, Arab countries, that do, do not value women as human. Let me stress that again, and this is from the mouths of Muslim women to my ears, we are not valued, we have no rights, we are property. Okay? So you have these men that see women as property and not human coming across the southern border of the United States as well. That's why we want an immigration system that checks people and if 
hey, look, if we can't find your background, we can't, uh, you can't be identified as a good law-abiding person, sorry, you don't get in. And even more so, if you're identified as a criminal or a rapist, then you get sent straight back to where you came from. God bless you guys. Pray for one another. Until we meet again, love somebody, be the reason somebody feels loved. God bless you.